0: You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel what you see. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Ah, oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome. To Big Diva Energy, the podcast for and about fabulous people being fucking excellent. I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas, and my husband Tom is not here. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't left left me, dear listener. Um, I have just shacked up with Sasha Wilson. Hello. <laughs> she is. Now look, because all our friends are so very talented, including Sasha, who is sitting across from me, IRL. Exciting stuff, IRL, actual L. Sasha is here doing her run of Louisa Joe and Me, which is the best thing I've seen in ages.
1: Aww, the only um, thing you've seen. <laughs> and it's a factor of the best.
0: <laughs> I mean, definitely the best. I did see some... I have seen some other things. Actually. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you off, off mic what off they mic, were. Yeah. Um, it, I loved it so much, as you will be no doubt aware, because I snotted all over you in the bar afterwards, so very very sweet neither Thank of you. us have covid uh and she was crying i was crying it wasn't it wasn't an attempt to shed my viral load all over <laughs> you i loved your performance please take my tonsils uh but yes tom is t- partaking in the graham show tonight with previous guest graham lacrisse so he can't be here to record so sadly it's just gal pals that's it are you ready to step up to the plate?
1: I. I am here and I'm ready and I'm I've trained.
0: Amazing! You volunteer as tribute. (laughs) You look very ready. She's in full military fatigues. It's a hot day, but she's committed. Mm -hmm. So we're here to do part. (coughs) Oh dear! Saxon spoke too soon. We haven't got COVID. Sorry. (laughs)
1: There's just so much pollen. I know.
0: I know. Really really
1: profoundly struggling. It happened in the middle of the show. Oh, good Lord. And I just kept doing that thing of like,
0: like gently swallowing to try and just soothe oh, no. the tickle. Oh my God, there's nothing worse, is Mm-mm, there? Uh-uh. Awful. When will they invent a hay fever vaccine? I think there are vaccine. They, really? Well,
1: I don't know how well they work, but like... Right. So my mom's best friend... Yes. Um, ...adopted some cats. <laughs> I and mean, it turns out that the husband is extremely allergic. So rather than um, getting rid of the cats, he's just been getting injections.
0: Oh, sure.
1: To get rid of his allergy. I oh, think, amazing. I think you can specifically target, I mean, who knows. This somebody, is incredible. Somebody Google
0: it. Well, uh-huh. let's set Dolly Parton on it because she got the other one Indeed. sorted. Indeed. So, Dolly... I need help, (laughs) which she almost certainly is. She's always (laughs) tuning in. (laughs) So here we are to talk about Catherine O'Hara once more, the great comedy great that is Catherine O'Hara, and I've brought us up to a really a place which I know is dear to your heart. We're in 1994. It's a big year. (sighs) It's a big year. What were you doing in 94? In 94, I was five years old. (sighs) Yeah. So I was
1: like running around
0: in very mismatched clothes with a haircut from my mom. So amazing. I was nine. um, So that's how old we are. Uh, But what (laughs) happened was uh, Nightmare Before Christmas was released. I am so obsessed with this movie. Okay. It's the one.
1: I feel like you don't like it.
0: No, I live for it. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah.
1: There's somebody (laughs) who like really isn't into it. Oh, cut oh, them out! Well, this is it, and I was like, "Well, this is unfortunate because heretofore you were my good friend, and yeah, now yeah, yeah. we can't continue to converse." Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely, this dialogue is <laughs> terminated. Uh, I love Nightmare for Christmas. So good. It's not unproblematic. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, there
1: is literally a young woman who is being kept as a house slave.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not said to man be good.
1: Who scratches his brain.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that no one's like oh yeah, that's a good idea, but it is a dark image for a child. Yes, for sure. yeah. A girl that so the, the character that um, Catherine O'Hara mainly voices is Sally, who is kept as a, a sex slave um, by a creepy old man.
1: I don't know that it's ever really implied that they have sex.
0: Though. No, the sex stuff comes with Oogie Boogie, right? Yeah. Who is one hundred percent problematic. Ooh, big. Big time. Big time.
1: Amazing number
0: though. A great number. Yeah. But yeah. Need, need some revision, sure. i say. say. Um, yeah, so Catherine O'Hara voices Sally and she brings a beautiful, like Sally's song. Is haunting. Haunting. Yeah. Okay. So beautiful. Mm. Have you heard Fiona Apple's cover of it?
1: Off that big, um, yes, there was like a, Oh, some anniversary album where yes. they got loads of famous people to cover mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the songs from the show. It's really, it's good. really good. It's really pretty... good. And she also is like, she's got that like lovely, weird 90s ethereal, mm. like abrasiveness to yes. the sound. You know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, Catherine O'Hara being able to sing is like a slightly hidden talent, isn't it? I mean, obviously Moira Famous, famous. famous
1: rendition of Danny Boy. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> what she showcases in that film i i didn't realize until like a couple of years ago that she also voices shock yes the little girl yeah from the yeah Oogie boogie boogie boy yeah incredible <laughs> 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 it's the thing that
1: always impresses me is like is just how high-pitched mm. her voice can get. Mm. Seemingly, you know, because I find those upper registers really difficult. <laughs> to access. You know, but... Mm. And I wouldn't necessarily, like, say that her voice is good. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. no, no, you mean. It's kind of got, like... It's like an Angela Lansbury. There's so much character to it, but you wouldn't be, like... You're listening to the character and the soul of mm. it, not just, not just the vocals. Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. It's like... Yeah, if you listen to the original cast recording of Sweeney Todd, you're not walking away being like, "Oh, Angela Lansby, that voice could sing me to sleep every yeah. night. Like, it's not, that's not what it's there yeah. for. I mean, I think that actually about a lot of the divas. I don't think you'd particularly want Patty Lepone to sing you a, a lullaby. No. It would be abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> but, go
1: to sleep, you baby. <laughs>
0: Well, you know I, that has its merits, I would say as well. Uh, <laughs> but so now, now I'd like to chat something that I think, I think you and I—I know—I think we know how you feel about it, mm-hmm. and I know that it's a thorny issue amongst some of our our community. I want to talk about improv.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm ready. Because I did need to take a steady yeah. breath. No, you did. I think that was right. Yeah, I'm slightly of the opinion. Mm-hmm. The improv is a bit like tantric sex. Okay. I'm glad you're having a nice time. Yes. I don't want to see it. No. I don't want to see it. No. Get on with it in your own time. You do you. Sting, have a lovely time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to watch it. I I think ultimately... It is when done very well. Like, yeah. Cause I, I did love um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? But
0: apparently sure. that's like rehearsed or something. Oh fuck off, is it? I
1: think so. I mean, don't Colin mockery don't at me. But you know, <laughs> um I actually got Colin mockery to do a cameo video
0: for my little brother's
1: birthday. Oh my god, so did funny. you? Yeah, oh, me that's and my amazing. mom went on it and we just <laughs> <laughs>
0: I fucking love cameo. Yeah,
1: it's really, really, really cameo.
0: Some um, of the people on there who think they're worth hundreds of pounds. You're like, babe,
1: you <laughs> are a fiver. Have a word. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Debbie Allen's like a couple of grand. Seriously. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I very, very, very nearly got um. Uh, From Tiger King, the woman Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, (laughs) I very nearly got a cameo for my friend Adam's birthday. Incredible! (laughs) That bitch. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Worth every penny? No, no, not worth every penny because it was like literally four hundred pounds. Fuck off! Pounds, which means it must be however many dollars. Oh my god! Even more. Yeah, so she knows. She knows her worth, and you know, putting your husband through meat Mm. grinders is an expensive activity. (laughs)
0: Carol Baskin a woman who knows her worth indeed, I think we can indeed. all agree that's a really good game actually is to play guess the cameo amount yes Oh, that sounds like yeah fun. put wage, <laughs> secret wages on how much someone some of them will blow your mind but yeah so back to improv oh, yes. no
1: it's just like it's a great thing
0: yeah for like I've done so many
1: good rehearsal room improvisations mm-hmm. you know where you've like done the scene and yep. you're just trying to find a bit more but I think it really works best as a tool to like
0: then set by the wayside absolutely you don't then say audience hey come on and have a look at this bit of us dicking about oh my god and
1: and categorically the worst things i've ever seen at the edinburgh fringe festival Mm -hmm. were all like such and such thing
0: the improvised musical oh my god an improvised musical holly (laughs) holly didn't we go to that we sat we sat (gasps) through one together i remember i remember we were both We were both Crushing rigid. Each yeah, other. absolutely. <laughs> Literally, like rigor mortis set in. It was awful. Yeah. Awful. Catherine O'Hara's improv, in, not the same. I'm not no. equating it. No. But because obviously, you know, like some of the greatest comics of all time have come up through improv troops. Yeah. And so, Catherine O'Hara uh, and Christopher Guest, the relationship mm. between Christopher Guest. So, Chris, those who are uninitiated, he is the iconic Nigel 10 up to 11 in tap spinal tap he's also a baron did we know
1: we did know this yeah googled him yeah
0: yeah married to jamie lee as well Imagine incredible. Um, so imagine he,
1: those Christmas parties. I know, right? She's
0: really good value on Instagram. Been following her recently. So he cast Catherine in his first movie, Waiting for Guffman, in 1996, which was co-written by Eugene Levy. Hmm. She arrived in Austin, and they had already shot a few scenes. She met with Christopher Gass the day before, and he showed her some footage. He said, "Don't worry about being funny; just be in the scene." And they went on to shoot over 90 hours of footage, which is about as long as it felt in that cave for us watching that improvised musical, <laughs> as I recall. <laughs> 90 hours.
1: That seems like a lot.
0: He does tend to, to shoot a lot and then edit, edit it down. Right, okay. I mean, that's your process. Sure. I like to be in the pub by six though, don't you? I yeah. mean, come on. A nice like post-work and Absolutely. Maybe, maybe they were drinking throughout. I don't know. I cannot possibly speculate. <laughs> um, how do you feel about waiting for Goffman? Um, it's one
1: of the few that I haven't seen mm-hmm. in quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In preparation for mm. this, I rewatched um I rewatched uh Best in Show. Oh lovely. Um which is an unmitigated classic. Oh my
0: god, yeah. And and um A Mighty Wind. Oh beautiful. So lovely. They are both gorgeous, aren't they? Well, I mean, let's talk about the best in show. Is the next one? Mm -hmm. Uh, Levy's awkward character in best in show was originally written as a single man, Yeah. uh, and Catherine was penciled in to play another character, rumored to be the one played by Jennifer Coolidge. Ah, yes, Uh, but she just didn't connect. Jennifer Coolidge, the the queen. (laughs) I mean, we did a little diva film club on on, not on Jennifer Coolidge on best in show, but it felt like it was on Jennifer Coolidge. That woman has been forty for forty years.
1: This is yes there are just certain actors that are like permanently middle-aged yeah. did we talk about this on the last episode where i was like the
0: reg- the listener will have to tell us because we can't tom remember. wilkinson yes has been a
1: 60 year old man since i don't like i have never seen him not be 60 yeah in yeah, yeah every single film
0: absolutely ian um, mckellen's did, 90 yep yeah, the same yeah the same coolidge
1: just
0: Always bit. a forty. Always. <laughs> oh yeah, I love her so much. She wears a blouse well. She wears a blouse well. She wears a frosted lip like no other bitch, <laughs> you know, and a lip liner. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Have you been watching Love Island? I, I no. Oh, you don't partake. This is that's no. correct. There is one of. The current cast of Love Island, who looks like she's permanently got a little spiv moustache on, because oh. she's got this, this awful, like, chocolatey brown lip liner. Looks like she's been, like, having a go on a mini-milk or something mm. before. J- Jennifer Coolidge's lip line is much nearer, nearer the actual, the, the actual edge of the lip. And then she frosts, you Which know? Which is a strong 90s look. It's no. a strong 90s choice. Um, I absolutely live. So, basically, Catherine was like, okay, I, I, I can't get a handle on this character, Eugene, can I be your wife? Oh, oh, too cute, too prescient. Um, so, guest is famously open to ideas from his actors, uh, but he, he had one that he couldn't get behind from Catherine. Uh, her suggestion was that her character wank off a dog backstage. Best left on the cutting room. Yeah, sure. <laughs> apparently she was really, like, fighting for it. She kept saying, but I know somebody who does it because the dogs are nervous before the show. Yes. Oh, my... Uh. I mean, genuine question. Is that what animal husbandry is? Or is that a different thing? I I genuinely don't know. I I
1: should have gotten into veterinary (laughs) (laughs) pursuits at a younger
0: age. Were you in this country for a reality TV show called The Farm? No.
1: I don't believe so. No. I, uh, I basically haven't watched television for a very long time. You haven't missed because, out. Because, like, I I was just always too poor to either have a TV or really afford any streaming service other sure, sure. than my, like, steal my little brother's Netflix. That we all, in fairness, we all share it. But, yeah. like, so if it wasn't on Netflix. I didn't been, see it. Yeah. And, but now that I'm feeling bougie and I've got my now TV, yeah, like, I can me. take some other things in. But
0: Don't look for the farm. Uh, it was like an early noughties let's put some celebrities on the farm one of the celebrities was rebecca loose who is the woman who alleged she'd had an affair with dave beckham Mm -hmm. and the most notable thing about the farm was that she um she wanked off a um a a pig or a bull Mm. i assume it would be a pig bulls are too much aren't I, I? i
1: really i really feel very uncomfortable about that yeah because i just i think it's so and as a dog owner
0: myself yes I
1: just think, like, they're just innocent, precious little creatures and you shouldn't
0: fiddle with their bits. You shouldn't fiddle with their bits. And Christopher Guest clearly agrees. (laughs) Um, Have you ever made a big swing for something as an actor or a performer and been blocked? (laughs) (laughs)
1: the thing is look I'm usually in charge of all of my Mm -hmm. creative decisions because I write my own stuff Mm -hmm. so I usually agree with all of my own (laughs) ideas because I came up with them Um, in in fact like the opposite like when I worked with Hannah on Call Me Fury Uh that was the play that I did about the witches we then started this like crazy one upmanship a little bit because she was like I'm loving the camp energy you're giving me right now Mm. and I was like let's throw in a panther crawl into the middle of witchy woman Harris, yes. and she was like more 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 so in fact like in fact I think we just dick around a great deal in the rehearsal room and mm. then accidentally some of those things wind stay up in and... sure sure for sure, yeah. sure
0: but you've never say fought for the right to wank a dog off in your in a film <laughs> I've never been in a film um, <laughs> That's an essential part of the casting process. <laughs> That's how they narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, so I think he made the right call. And then they followed this. The, the, the Well, it's not a triptych now because there's another film, but uh, A Mighty Wind. Uh, which, like, uh, for anyone who's not seen it, it is... It is
1: truly a magnificent movie. And mm. all of the songs are
0: so good. Yeah, they're really know? good pastiches, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like they
1: very believably feel like songs from the era. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's so great. And and it's interesting how Catherine and Eugene, like, they keep revisiting this kind of romantic relationship. It's yes. different in everything. Yeah, they're broken really up in quite... this one, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Or they were... Ne- they were never really together. Oh, it was just yeah. like that, like the band Cute.
0: thing. Oh, oh my god, too much. Um, yeah, it's it's obvious. I mean, you can't even count how many times they played husband and wife. Now, obviously, we're getting to the one where they do it for <sighs> several big, big series, <laughs> sure. But there's just obviously so much affection and glue True between them. Love mm. as friends, True. exactly. And then the final film that they did was For Your Consideration, which is about... Um, Catherine's character believes she might get an Oscar for her roles in a truly awful film, such as Home for Purim. So she's kind of like laying the groundwork work there. Laura, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so,
1: an so, overblown actress. Indeed, indeed.
0: <laughs> of which we would know nothing. Mm. No. Uh, Catherine's consistency in stealing hilarious work had, made her, had not made her a household name. Um, but for comedy fans and divas alike, Catherine O'Hara was a mythic, elusive icon. Uh, Martin Short remembers being mid-conversation with Tom Ford and Angelica Houston, no less, at a small dinner party in Los Angeles, when Catherine came through the door. Angelica went completely still, he says. She said, oh my god, oh my god, I've got to meet her. I've got to meet Can her. Can you imagine yeah.
1: if Angelica yeah. freaking Houston... Was star of Ever After fame.
0: Yes. If Angelica Houston of smash fame. <laughs> of the Adams, Adams family, family fame. fame. Of, of her tits in Studio 54 fame.
1: <laughs> of Jack Nicholson dating <laughs> fame.
0: <laughs> was in awe of you. I mean. I mean. That's Diva Olympics that. There. the apotheosis
1: Mm -hmm. of what you want as an actor
0: absolutely yeah and where was
1: my invite to this i
0: know right and martin short's there as well which would be great as well (laughs) like i've got time for him incredible now we get to what could potentially be described bizarrely as her breakout role as it's the one for which she has won the most plaudits and become the household name The bewigged, delusional actress with the big vocabulary and unplaceable accent belongs (laughs) firmly in the Comedy Hall of Fame, alongside the likes of Eddie Monsoon, Patsy Stone or Hyacinth Bouquet. Mm. So what is it that... Is there a shared comedy DNA, do you think, between those characters? Like those kind of beloved female comedy icon? What do you mean exactly? Well, I mean, like... So I think with comedy... British comedy we tend to have like um uh, the impotent male like the Basil Fawlty Oh faulty. yes I see. Oh god, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: that that kind of like the dad's army chap. With like Eddie Monsoon, Patsy Hyacinth, they have a of obliviousness. I think I think what it is is it's that um
1: that clown commedia dell'arte trope of like the really self-important but actually quite bumbling, mm, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is that sense of like total delusional over the topness you know um that is like yeah. entirely
0: misplaced exactly yeah yeah, yeah. So good. yes misplaced self belief is yes. is the kind of the key isn't it yeah oh god she's just so iconic
1: because she just goes at everything like yeah. 95 miles an hour even mm-hmm. though it's a bike path you <laughs>
0: know <what I> mean? <laughs> <laughs> churning up rubble in her wake glorious diva rubble um, so the show is created by eugene and dan levy it was eugene's son yeah. who Catherine had known since he was born it originally aired on canada's cbc tv and obviously has exploded in popularity since being picked up by netflix in 2017 when you would have seen it, because that's you, when yeah. I
1: first started watching it. My friend Adam actually was like, "I have to show you this thing that I just." Cause oh he my god! On deep Netflix deep dives, and he played me one episode, and I was like, "This is what we are now doing for the rest of this evening." Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Did it hook you the first series? Like immediately. The
1: very first series was
0: like I loved it a great deal, um,
1: but I don't think it really gets into like its full. Mm power and self like blossomed them until Patrick arrives yes. and the store opens. Yeah. And I think that very first season it is but like with most TV shows, it's finding its feet still. Like, yeah. I think you know, and, and and the characters hadn't quite really begun their journey of change. So like Alexis was still just mostly snotty. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, the mum and the dad were like totally out of touch and quite rude. The mayor was like actively offensive.
0: Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. There was a
1: lot of like really pointed antagonism. Sure, and sure. And then when it like mellows into this like odd coupleness in the later seasons, that's when I think it really begins to sing. Because I totally agree. It just has, oh, it just has so much heart, and everything is so like, you know, sincere. Yeah. But behind this like veneer of like absolute acid, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I agree. I think. Maybe the cynic in me thinks it gets a bit, I mean, obviously a settling in period and, and like a, yeah ah, that happens. But they you know, did bring in some more writers. Do you know oh, did. I did? Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like probably because Dan Levy was trying to do fucking everything. He
1: literally like down to picking
0: out all the clothes Yeah. And,
1: stuff. and that's, I think, really where, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, the vis- the visuals of the show are incredible. I mean, so I think people, people respond to it. it's kind of, it's, whimsy and its lack of bite people like it's a kind of everyone can enjoy this thing yeah. but I think one of the things I think is most remarkable about it is it's seemingly Schitt's Creek is entirely free of bigotry yes like there's and it's always summer it's always summer even in the Christmas yeah sense? yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I mean I don't think do David and, and Patrick experience any homophobia at all well no I think they very pointedly yeah Dan, Dan was like My personal friend. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Deep friend of the pod. Mm -hmm. Um, He just wanted to create a universe where, like, the main issues that this couple were facing were not as a result of their being gay. Mm, Like, mm. which I just think is a lovely thing to do. And that's actually how, like, we open the doors to just having things be more okay, I think. Yeah. just, like, going... Look at this safe space and look at how it can be totally fine. Absolutely, and, yeah. I mean, in the documentary, um, like, I was in floods of tears mm. when they read the letter from the moms that is like, yeah. you helped my son or daughter or, yeah. you know, um, child find themselves yeah. in their true expression. And it was. and. All the feels.
0: All the absolutely, All the feels. yeah, and I think that's where people, when people kind of come for it, not come for it, or like be like, oh yeah, it's just I would, I watch it before I go to bed or whatever. Like yeah. you're not taking in that revolutionary aspect of it. Like that is fucking oh, groundbreaking. It's very quiet in mm. its like, the world can be a good place. Just yeah, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, its its whole journey has been very quiet, hasn't it? It came quiet. Like ascent to supremacy. Yeah. When it ended up winning Sweeping every yeah, single
1: exactly. golden globe or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the
0: little engine that could, isn't it? And, and Moira is is the the monochrome heart of the show. <laughs> like she's just <laughs> everything. A vision in black. A vision and white. in black and white. And, uh, and occasional teal wig. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, Catherine said about her, um, the storylines they're not, not just about death, divorce, and disease, which is pretty much the storylines for people past a certain age. So the same thing with Moira, like being an an older woman, she doesn't have, there isn't a cancer storyline, no. her and Johnny are happy together, still sex. they're still having sex, you know, yeah exactly and she's like, yeah she's, <laughs> she's delusional in some of her um, aspirations, mm. but like we're not laughing at her because she's old. Never, mm. never,
1: we're laughing at her because... She thinks that being in a daytime soap opera is...
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like a universal delusion. It's yeah. not like, you're nasty. Yeah, I live. Um, so Catherine, as one would expect from her background and guest, steers her own ship with the character, even down to the costuming. Mm. She's like, I've always done black and white when I travel. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most morose thing that ever, is isn't it? That is
1: incredible. Yeah. And from now on... Yeah, I only do. I only wear black and white. It's like, um, have you ever seen, um, there's a, you can probably find it on the internet, a, uh, a packing list for, I believe, Joan Didion whenever she would travel. And oh my like, God. And it's like, a pack of cigarettes, my typewriter, a black blouse, you know, like it's just so it's so so stark. beatnik yeah yeah, yeah
0: so beatnik But everything is like black and white yeah exactly <laughs> do you do that thing still when you dress to try and get an upgrade at the airport it has been so long since I've <laughs> left yeah exactly remember <laughs> the airport <laughs> remember planes yeah um oh my gosh
1: yeah no but I that I was I I went through a phase where I was like I'm gonna get like the cheapest flight. I'll fly at whatever time. I'm on Norwegian
0: Air where they yeah, like, yeah, charge yeah. you to breathe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah.
1: There is no there first is no upgrade. <laughs> yeah,
0: you want a seat, don't you? Like, yeah. No, I always I always try and do that, and just end up changing into my sweats immediately. Amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she helps flesh out the characters, and um, Daphne Guinness was a, was a huge inspiration for the clothing. Do you remember Daphne Guinness? The I social. Don't know. She, I, th- I want to. I, I need just called her a socialite, but I think there's more. It's a fashion designer. Oh God, that's Lulu Guinness. Daphne Guinness <laughs> is a lady who wears incredible clothes, <laughs> um, like big hats. Yes. Sort of like, yeah. Yes. She dresses like Moira Rose, basically. Great. Um. And the Levies also knew how vital her voice was. So Daniel would, she said, Daniel would send me the outlines before the scripts would flesh out. So I'd have a right say right at the beginning. I was given the freedom to rewrite my dialogue. One speech I'm happy to say I wrote was when Maura was looking for nude pictures of herself. Do you remember that I scene? Love this.
1: I love this episode yeah.
0: so much. And she's like, be kind to yourself because you'll, you know, be kind to yourself now because you'll yeah. look back and you'll be like, oh, look God, fucking it fabulous. So yeah. yeah. Which is a, a,
1: she says that to Stevie. It's like, yeah. go get nude photos taken immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what which do you mean gorgeous. people aren't looking for me on the internet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it means, again, it's like heart and a message yeah. and, and hilarious. Will it? Um, then there's, okay, let's talk about the voice, which that was a good Moira. Thank you. Uh, have you noticed it? Every single gay man thinks they could do mummers. <laughs> <laughs> and a few of them can.
1: Few, few few there's that one guy that does the videos where he plays all the different Oh, I haven't seen that. On Facebook or TikTok Oh, or sure, okay. Things. tickety he, face, yeah. Those, yeah, it was one of those like lockdown creations. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. content, content, content. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Yes, that that we do we do see that a lot. Mm. My favorite and I feel like I feel, for whatever reason, that I can like deeply, deeply channel is like Alexis.
0: You do a really good so, Alexis. Yeah. yeah, that is that's good, and she's doing the little um, dinosaur arms listener as well. You need to have the little what, what dinosaur? It's a bit T Rex, isn't it? It's got yeah, tiny, the tiny, little tiny T Rex t-rex arms. <laughs> arms.
1: Apparently, she um, uh, I hear they called her Brittany
0: Murphy. Oh, R.I.P.
1: Brittany. Duh. Um, that is an interesting true crime deep dive uh. because Brittany and then her husband both died in that house. Is there foul play? And I think there was some discussion that like maybe it was the mom who was like leaking gas into the house. What? Again, I'm just slandering this like nobody's business but I remember reading an article that was Someone like...
0: Someone murdered Ty? Yeah, I think so. Fuck.
1: And I think it was over insurance money. <gasps>
0: Google it. Google oh my it, God! Listener, Google
1: it, dear listener. But yes, no. Um, uh, Alexis, when she was prepping the character, was told to like look at people like um, Paris Hilton, yeah, sure, and all of those. And she was like, the big thing that I noticed was they all had these little handbags that they would, <gasps> and so it started with handbag arms. But then she just lost the handbag, so it was just like
0: <laughs> just the kind of Like
1: this, <laughs> ew, David. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so Moira's, the, the placeless accent, uh, this is from Catherine. I excused it to say Moira and Johnny had travelled all over the world before they lost all their money. And that being creative, you know, a sponge for all people and cultures and languages. What you hear when she speaks are aural mementos of her world travels. And they now are her gift. The gift she bestows upon people who are less travelled, less educated. <laughs> An amused bouche of what life would be like were you to walk in my Givenchy's. I mean... I mean...
1: That is a ballsy thesis statement for why you just wanted to do a funny walk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And backdated it. It's like, we didn't mention this, but in in Best in Show, there's a bit where her character hurts her leg and so she does this funny walk. Oh my
1: God. It genuinely looks like it's broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so good.
0: She's so good. And that's the funny walk that her dad used to do to like Uh, 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 amuse her as a kid. So she was like... I know I'll do I, I, I don't um, know. Yeah. And and back it up with some grand thesis. I love it. And um, speaking of Jivon Chase, she stole three pairs from the shooting
1: from shooting's <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has stolen Come a, on. a costume piece. Oh, absolutely. I, I've done it repeatedly. Yes. I think yeah. this one shitty production where um
0: The show itself
1: wound up being perfectly fine, but like Mm. it was just one of those like shitty experiences, like where it was all call rehearsal for three weeks, and it was like profit share, quote unquote. And then I discovered that like the director had spent three hundred pounds on each on like these candelabras.
0: (laughs) Fuck off!
1: Yeah, and then nobody got paid at the end. It was a twelve-person cast. Blah blah blah, and it was just like, and I was, and I had this stunning green like nineteen fifties kind of cut.
0: Oh, amazing dress that
1: I wore for my character. Um, and they repeatedly emailed me being like, <gasps> did you happen to see what happened to that dress? And I just went, no, no. Put, it in the, put it in the bag. And I've, I've worn got... it many, many times to public function.
0: Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Good for yeah. you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I take my payment in kind. I so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're not going to observe basic laws of, you know, the transaction of goods for services for, for financial reward, yeah. then you're going to have to take the green dress. Indeed.
1: When, always take the green dress.
0: Always ta- <laughs> always take the green dress. Um, when we left Horrible Histories, Tom seemed to leave with all of his like Primark undershirts and, and underwear. And I was like <laughs> Of all the
1: things Of to all pay. the things.
0: I mean like, I don't want these rotten old costumes that yeah. are quite frankly a bit rubbish. But like, why have you why and he's still got them? Okay. <sighs> just you know anything else we need to get off our chest while he's not here (laughs) you need some new pants no you don't darling they're lovely cut that you can cut that (laughs) I i give you permission to cut that lovely um so there's a also a psychological reason behind moira's voice i thought being an actress and being married to a successful man there are women i've met who will not only try to remind you of their life they have outside this wealthy successful man But they also deny the fact that they came from somewhere before. So the fact they even had parents at some point, Mm. some other city or country, newly created personas and characters. So I thought, well, that's great for somebody who's insecure and wants to prove they have potential and they have talent. And then they learn great big words every day and they put them into their vocabulary. Yes. So it's about covering up for a hidden insecurity. Absolutely.
1: Which totally makes sense because she's got that episode where she... Which characters does she speak to? But she talks all about how, like, I came from a town like this mm. and I was so desperate to get out, you know? Yes,
0: yeah, 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 she does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't think I've ever heard Kathy Hilton speak particularly. Or I'm trying to think of another woman who's, like, married to a an oligarch, Grimes. Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine, yeah, when you want to kind of assert yourself, you find. Ways and means. Yeah,
1: and and totally, you know those people who like put on a performance of themselves. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. like even down to like, I bet probably Marilyn Monroe. That like the Marilyn Monroe yes. that, we think, that we know. It's all like it's all this, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Candy confectionery item that has been packaged and made.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Apparently, that's linked to sexual trauma as well. That that the breathy, the little girl voice. Oh I know. God! Do you know what?
1: I went through a very big Marilyn Monroe phase of like reading her and actually Judy Garland at the same period. Truly, just like so much sorrow. Mm. So much sorrow for women who brought so much joy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. True. I had an overwhelming urge to sing the song from Smash, but we've mentioned it once in this podcast already, (laughs) and that's enough because it is shit. (laughs) did you watch smash mm-hmm. okay you don't need to <laughs> um so originally johnny and moira weren't supposed to be so fond of each other but that changed quickly in rehearsal so thank goodness yeah right it wouldn't work if no. they were like hostile and frosty um and this is a fun anecdote so the christmas medley <laughs> originally written as a solo piece amazing um, but Catherine begged to do it with Daniel because she'd done so many duets with, with Eugene because yeah. they duet in Best in Show yeah. and Mighty Win. Um, oh God, the, oh,
1: the Best in Show Spaniel songs. Oh, my the God. The Spaniel album <laughs> is just...
0: <laughs> Again, that's a big choice. Why has he got those teeth in?
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, reason.
0: no reason. No reason. No reason. Why has Parker Posey got braces? No reason. Oh, God. I <laughs> love but I love her so much so much she's, she's got such manic energy
1: like literally insane have you, have you ever seen um, the movie called The House of Yes no based off of a I, I watched it because I did the play when I was at university and it's, and it's about these twins and one of them is like convinced that she's Jackie and and the, the brother brings home a fiancé over Thanksgiving and like chaos ensues and like the brother and the sister have like an incestuous relationship in it Ew. It's all... It's weird. Um, but, but Parker Posey plays <gasps> the girl, Jackie O, oh. in the film. And she, like, shoots the... The whole thing is just, like, utter madness. And it's just all of it. that chaotic, manic, pixie-dream mm. girl energy that she's got.
0: Oh, she's fantastic. Coming out of every port. Every goddamn port. You've got Parker Posey, but can you make it drink? <laughs> I love her. Uh, so, yes. So, basically, this duet... Um, Eugene was getting quite protective and was saying I think you're putting too much pressure on him because he's already writing, producing and acting. Oh, cute! Uh, but then Catherine said come on, let him try. And of course Daniel showed up took him t- two minutes to get it and the rest is history.
1: Amazing. So cute. And thank goodness because we would have missed out on him having... Um... Flat ironed his hair in preparation. (laughs) So good.
0: So good. Uh, Catherine was nominated for an Emmy in 2019. Speaking to Vanity Fair, she said, the only thing I was bummed about was I didn't get to do my bit, which I thought was funny. I swear, it's not about not getting the award. It's, oh, I had such a good bit. Before ending the interview, the journalist begged her to share the bit. Horrified, Catherine refused. You can't share a bit. It's bad form and it could still be usable in case I get another chance. She did, and she won in 2020, bringing Judy Louis-Dreyfus' Reign of Terror to an end. We do not know if she did the bit. Right. <laughs> but, like, I, I would believe that. I believe that she was annoyed that it was just because she had a, had had a, a, a bit really worked out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think also when you get to that stage in your
1: career, it's just kind of like... It's so by the by. Mm -hmm. Although maybe Glenn Close would disagree because she's been pipped to the Oscar (laughs) post just endlessly. It's just seeming like they're trolling her now, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, well, stop inviting me then.
0: I'm not fucking coming. I'm not coming. What do you want from me? I'm not coming.
1: I played a male butler. I
0: played (laughs) Cruella Deville. (laughs) I was in hook for two minutes. Oh my God, (laughs) yes, she was. Oh my God. Glenn freaking How
1: many other actresses can I just be like, first freaking last name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's every... Is she in... I think she's in the... Mo- they're in the new movie. I think they're doing a movie of Sunset Boulevard, the musical. Holy mother... If bro. she wins for that, Patty Lepone will have her eyes. She will take them <laughs> and she will put them in a jar. <laughs> but I think Glenn Close is- would
1: be better at it What? Than- oh, no. Okay, oh. okay. Okay, we're still friends. No, we're, about, we're very much but, still friends. Let's talk about Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I fundamentally don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber musicals, so I'm like, I don't care which one it. of you does I've it. I've never seen it. I just know the story. <sighs> um. Do you, have you seen have you seen blood brothers no of course not. thank god well blood brothers has this like really annoying refrain that runs through it like marilyn monroe like yeah. they'll be like two completely unconnected things like oh, i'm just gonna go and get the train like marilyn monroe and sunset boulevard does the same thing it's like every two seconds someone will boom sunset boulevard you be like oh, god Stop what's going on them, now man. um but there's quite a nice song in it that Patty Lepone does better because she can sing better than Glenn Close sure, okay. <laughs> fundamentally. But I think probably you need to be a movie star to play that character. Yeah, because that's the whole yeah.
1: part of the thing. Yeah. I see. We've digressed, but we, you know. We've digressed. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> I didn't realise Andrew Lloyd Webber did the music. In fact, I always think I'm like... Actually, the only Andrew Lloyd Webber musical I know that I have seen for sure is Cats. Ugh. The film. I've never seen the film. <laughs> and um, Phantom of the Opera, which I do 100% love. Sure, sure, sure. I, I love Phantom of the Opera.
0: I think everyone's allowed one Andrew Webber that they're like, look, I know it's entirely tasteless, but it's it's part of me.
1: But like, I'm sorry, Gerard Butler in an open tunic <laughs> singing.
0: Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes teenage yeah. me yes yes that's here for the costumes 100% okay yes <laughs> have you ever seen it in in town Mm-mm. oh she rickety I,
1: I, yeah i'm not <laughs> surprised to hear that yeah musicals shouldn't
0: <laughs> shouldn't stay that long runs
1: longer than some human lives. Yeah. So like, yeah
0: yeah yeah that, that's a that's a true fact <laughs>
1: It can't be fresh every single time Mm. if you're running for 60 years or however long.
0: Exactly. And then if you're like groundbreaking special effects in the 80s, so probably we've moved on ever so slightly. Now, if
1: Moira Rose Mm. were to take a turn as the um, opera singer character.
0: Oh, Carlotta. um, Yes. Yes.
1: I would be in the front row. Absolutely,
0: oh. I'd buy her as as um in, is it Gloria Swanson? No, that's, what's the character called in Sunset Boulevard? I, I think it is. Yeah, i I'd, I'd buy her as that. Yeah, go for that. Yeah. Um, I would also well most women of Moira Rose's car- caliber, and if Moira Rose was real, yes. would be going into Chicago. Oh, <gasps> it's where Real Housewives okay. go to die.
1: Speaking of musicals, though, yeah. I want them to make film and release cabaret, as done by the company from Shit's Creek.
0: You know. Oh the, the yes, yeah, 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 it. yeah. I was very, very into those little snippets, mm. little Patrick in his little suspender shorts. Oh yes, yeah. No, Sign he was me up. It, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm fully on board with that. Did Ma- Maury didn't take? She didn't play the old woman in it, did she? She just directed. She was it. directing. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and now Shits Creek has concluded. Yes, yes, You can watch it all on Netflix. I've
1: watched it three times in the past year. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> it's medicinal. Oh, that's so cute.
0: And Catherine's plans for herself are to write for herself. Ooh. We wait with bated breath. I wonder if she spent the panny D cooking something up.
1: Can you imagine Ugh. what a gift to the universe that would be? Mrs.
0: McAllister, a, a mother's story. Okay, but have you seen
1: um, the reboot to Home Alone that they were suggesting? <gasps> that I think this was a Twitter thread, and it was like um, Moira Rose, obviously, not Moira Rose, Kevin. <laughs> they are synonymous. Right? Yes, they are the same. Yeah. Um, but so Kevin is all grown up now, and he's dating or married to Dan Levy, mm. and like, and they just reincorporated like all of these bits into it and it was so funny amazing i basically just tried to remember a joke that i read on the internet <laughs> and announced that the joke was funny but without revealing <laughs> any of the content of the joke
0: look this is this How is, is it's done. <laughs> pandemic life this is what we're, this is where we're at if you can summarize a twitter thread then that's yeah. brilliant and that brings us up to date with Catherine o'hara there we are so you know what happens now It's plugs and hugs. Plugs and hugs. We can physically hug, which we will. But tell the listener, what are we plugging? Well, by the time you hear this,
1: my play will be done. Um, For now. For now. For now. Um, We will be developing that and then hopefully restaging it and... Having it giving it back out into the world with mm. like a little American tour or like a regional tour or something, Live. Um, which would be very very Ooh, exciting. It's and so good. And in the meantime, I'll just be posting photos of the things that I cook on Instagram, yeah. probably. Yeah. So follow me there. What's the handle? Underscore Sasha Underscore Wilson Underscore.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I like an underscore as well. Uh, um, do you have any uh, messages for Tom now that you've stolen his position as uh, co-host? Um, You've been recast. You've been recast, yeah. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Well, dear listener, we love you. Take care. Be safe. And um, goodbye, Bebez. we We'll see you soon. Bye. Ah, Bye. Bye.